Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. Today's episode was inspired by an Instagram DM conversation with some email friends. It all started when an online educator posted on Instagram saying, you're sending too many emails and it's hurting your conversions. Then she went on to talk about how it's making them unsubscribe, how you should think about how you like to receive emails, what cadence gets you the most opens, and some other BS advice that we didn't agree with. Of course, we went down quite the ranty rabbit hole, and the friend who originally saw the post may or may not have even tried to engage that person in a conversation about it, The attempt wasn't super successful as they just talked more about feelings versus data. And we had told her she shouldn't waste her energy on that conversation anyway, but you know, she had a try. But the thing that had us really frustrated was that here is this person, someone who business owners look up to for information on growing their business, and she's making a blanket statement without explaining the nuances that could ultimately hurt them more than help them. And it got me thinking about some of the other bad advice I've heard floating around the interwebs and thought I should probably share this on the podcast. So first, let's tackle this email thing. Is there such thing as too much email? Yes, there can be. But in my experience, 99% of the time, more emails equals more revenue. That's just what the data says, especially in e-commerce. So are you sending too many emails? Unlikely. The majority of the clients and students I talk to actually aren't sending enough, but the perfect cadence is different for every business product subscriber list. And there are a few things I want you to keep in mind. One, the more products you sell and the bigger your list, the more emails you can send. Two, your email list is going to churn. You are going to lose subscribers. That is completely normal. Emailing them less isn't necessarily going to keep them around longer. In fact, it might have the opposite effect where they forget who you are or that they ever subscribe to you in the first place and then unsubscribe or mark you as spam when you do finally send an email. Three, Don't project your own feelings about a marketing activity onto your customers. I hate SMS and I don't subscribe to any brands, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't use SMS if I were running an e-commerce business because that shit makes money. Four, let the data drive your decision-making. If all of your metrics are strong, you're not sending too many emails. Five, 
If you're sending valuable emails that add something to their life and they still unsubscribe, it's likely they weren't your customer anyway. And then six, while open rates still matter, they're unreliable, so please don't make decisions solely on open rates. I have a whole bunch of episodes about email marketing where I cover things like benchmarks you should be measuring against, how to create great content, how to find your perfect cadence, and I'm gonna put links for all of those in the show notes. Another piece of bad advice I've heard on the internet, product-based businesses can't use educational PDFs to grow their email list. This is definitely untrue, and some brands that I've talked to actually see higher conversion on their educational downloads than their straight discounts. Here's the thing about giving a discount. That works great when the customer is already sure they want your product. And I'm not afraid of giving a discount for an email signup. Some people are afraid it's gonna train your customers to wait for a sale, but really it just lowers the risk for that first purchase when they don't really know you that well yet. Having sales every weekend is what will train them to wait for a sale. But think of it like this. If you were on the hunt for a new mattress, would a discount in exchange for an email be enough for you to decide to buy from that mattress company? Not likely. If you actually want a good night's sleep, you're going to consider a lot more than just the price when buying a mattress. As with most things I talk to you about, whether or not an educational PDF would work for you and your business is going to depend. It's going to depend on the business, the product, where that traffic is coming from. But in a general sense, the more expensive your product is, the more education someone needs in your industry, or the longer the typical decision-making process is, the more likely this could work well for you. Here are a few examples of when I would consider using an educational PDF download as a list growth strategy. If you write a lot of educational blog posts to attract organic traffic, PDF downloads are a great way to grow your list. I talk more about this in the sales funnel series, which I'll link in the show notes for you. I worked with a client a few years ago who sells slow fashion. Their pieces are in the contemporary market pricing, so it can be a bit of a stretch for some people. Because the brand is very focused on sustainability and minimalism, they talk a lot about capsule wardrobes and used a wardrobe workbook as an email signup incentive. Even if you sell at a more accessible price point, anything that's more of an impulse buy, if you sell clothing or accessories, you have an opportunity to use PDF downloads as email list builders. You can even swap them out seasonally so you can feature your latest product collection. If you sell yarn, give away a knitting pattern. If you sell kids' bedroom decor, give away some sort of printable kids' activity or wall art. If you sell products for new moms, you can give a PDF download full of tips and tricks for navigating life as a new mom. If you sell wall art, give away a gallery wall planner. There are so many ways that you can work these into your business. You can also be really intentional about where you promote them. Maybe it's only on your blog posts or only for traffic that you send to a specific page on your website. If your discount converts well, cool, keep that on your main pop-up and use this strategy somewhere else. You can even A-B test it on your pop-up and see which one performs better. Ultimately, 
as long as there's a clear through line between what's in that download and what you sell, and you have a solid email flow to nudge that customer toward a purchase, there's no reason why you can't try them out. Another thing I hear a lot is people complaining about all the fees platforms like Amazon and Etsy take from their sellers, and they use that as a reason not to sell on the platform. When it comes to selling on marketplaces, ultimately, I think they should be treated as one channel of your overall business and that you should still build and grow your own website so you're not at the mercy of these platforms. And yes, I'm sure the powers that be are lining their pockets with the fees they collect from sellers, and we know some of them even end up competing with their sellers. But at the end of the day, those platforms are bringing you as the seller a lot of benefits too. And if you weren't sending those fees to the platform, you'd be spending it on marketing and operations for your own business anyway. Think of it like renting a brick and mortar storefront. If you want a space in a mall or a shopping center, you're going to pay more for that space than you would if it were off the beaten path. The number one consideration in retail, location, location, location. Those fees are going toward the traffic and visibility on that platform, the logistics, the tech maintenance, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's the same with wholesale. You don't make as much on a wholesale order as you do selling direct to consumer, but it's a larger volume, one-time transaction that takes less energy and effort to fulfill than a bunch of individual orders. It gets you in front of people who wouldn't otherwise know you exist, and you have someone else selling the product for you. So look, this is not me telling you to sell on these platforms. There are a lot of things to consider. This is just me telling you not to let fees be the deciding factor. In the words of Mark Cuban, would you rather own 100% of nothing or 10% of something? The visibility and volume you can get on these platforms should make up for the fees any day. So what is the moral of today's story? There is no one size fits all advice on the internet or anywhere for that matter. There is so much nuance to business strategy, and if there was one solid blueprint that worked for everyone, we would all be doing it. When it comes to figuring out what's going to work best for you, it takes understanding your customer, your business, your product, testing, tweaking, etc. I talked about this on a BizBite episode too, how to deal with conflicting advice from experts, so I'll link that in the show notes too. Again, don't forget to check the show notes for a bunch of other episodes where you can dive deeper into some of the things that we talked about today. Thank you again so much for spending your time with me. I so, so appreciate it. That's a wrap for today and I'll see you on the flip side, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.